episode 102. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm Real Church Matters, where we talk real church matters because real church matters. matters. <laughs> oh, you can wait. You want to say that, huh? Yeah. I, I, All right. <laughs> who, who, who am I talking to? Uh, you're talking to Earl Spicer Jr. Earl Spicer Jr. Better known as EJ. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. What are you to me? I'm his nephew. <laughs> uh, you're, you're my nephew who's dropping his phone, putting it on Do Not Disturb, right? Yeah, I already right. did that. Bang. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, how old are you? Uh, 17. I turned 18 in May. And you're a senior in high school. Yeah. Yeah, he one of them guys. So, <laughs> I thought he's at the perfect age. He's, the, you know few months away from uh, walking through some college doors. McDaniel. McDaniel. I committed to McDaniel. Oh, you committed. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let, let's call this one committed. We're going to call this one committed. I need ah, you yes, to commit to more than just McDaniel. Yeah, okay. I need you to commit to uh, God So Hard University. <laughs> 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 oh, I got him today, bro. I got him today. We ready? Yeah. All right, so housekeeping first before we get in with you. We are Real Church Matters. You can go to realchurchmatters.com. Uh, you can also search us on your podcast app. You can also search us on SoundCloud. And uh, I'm still looking to get on Spotify. I'm, I'm looking to be wherever y'all be so you, I, it's easier for you to access the truth. Uh, what else? Listen to it. Share it with friends. Post it on Facebook. Post it on Instagram. Uh, you can follow us on social media as well. Uh, Real Church Matters. Uh, except for Twitter, which is Real Church MTTRS. Um, I would ask you where to share your, your stuff, but I don't even know if you're on social media. Are you? No. <laughs> Not technically, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I feel you. Um, y'all pray for him. So, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash Real Church Matters. That's how you can uh, support us beyond just listening. Uh, every little bit helps, whether it's a dollar or more um, a month. It, it just it equals up to $12 a year, but you'd be surprised how much that helps and puts us in a better position to continue to grow this out. And that's my prayer. And uh, thank you for those who have given and those who have supported beyond just listening. And I, I hope that you've received something even greater in listening. Um, ask questions. You can ask me at askme at realchurchmatters.com. Uh, yeah. And as always, what do I always say at this point? Well, since you don't listen to the podcast. I do. I forgot, though. I always say at this time, obedience over audience. Get obedience it? over audience. Yeah. Obedience over audience. Always and forever. Episode 102. What are we talking about? I have this young man on, and I thought it would be appropriate to talk to him about being a young man. It's interesting how, as people, we are constantly in spaces of our lives that we are not educated on. I'm a man. That happened over time. But every walk of my life, I never was prepared for and never was educated on. When I became a young man, there wasn't any, nobody handed me a manual to say, yeah, 
you know, you just you got hair in uh, other places now. <laughs> <laughs> you see things a little differently now. You feel a little differently. Here's a manual mm-hmm. as to how you're supposed to approach life. Nobody told me when I was technically, as we de- define men, at 19 or 21, okay, now you are a man and this is how you need to walk that out. This is what it should look like. And uh, I want these podcasts to be kind of time capsules in that way. I want these things to live beyond even me, where one day you have a son and you like, you need to get to listen to my uncle. Like he was dropping some knowledge. He helped me understand some things about being a young man. And then you just press play on your son's chip in his brain <laughs> and he plays the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Some Elon Musk stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So, with that being said, I wanted to, uh, I think we're going to call this podcast Young Man Tings, right? Young Man Tings. <laughs> uh, Ecclesiastes 11 and 9 says, rejoice. Well, you got an alarm going off? Come on, I don't edit these. Right? I don't know why that's like that. <laughs> All right. What is the alarm? Does it tell you to read your word? No. No? Okay. Yes, I got to turn something off, but I already right. did it. Yeah, all good. So, Ecclesiastes 11 and 9 says, rejoice, O young man. In thy youth. So right now, we're not even talking about you rejoicing in the Lord and stuff. We ain't going to get too deep with it. We're just saying rejoice in your youth. Because it is something to rejoice about. To be young again. To be your age again. To have your energy. To have your vitality. To have your uh, perspectives. Before the world showed me what it showed me. Before I got old. You ain't that old. Fat. You ain't that old. I'm old. But uh, before I got all of this, I was a young man. And he's saying, rejoice in your youth. Let your heart cheer thee in the days of your youth. Be cheerful. Be happy. You're happy, right? Yeah. Get your whole life out of you. Right? Yeah. And walk in the ways of thine heart. He said, don't even, he didn't say nothing about walking in the ways of the word yet. He said, walk in the ways of your heart. Have at it. Yeah, just, why not? Do, do what your heart yields to you, right? He said, and in the sight of thine eyes. So do whatever's in your eyesight, just like you had your, your eyes set on college and you turn your eyes towards McDaniel, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Do whatever's on your heart, whatever's in your eyes. He said, but know this. <laughs> you know, it's always a catch, right? Yeah, it's always. It's always a catch. But know this, bro. That for all these things, God will bring thee into judgment. Everything I do. Everything. He said, I don't mind you doing whatever, but do it in the knowledge of knowing this. I love that. And I wanted to talk to you today about that truth. You got it. You know, it's not, it's not that deep. We're just talking. <laughs> you fine? <laughs> yeah. Relax, relax. First Timothy 5 and 1 says, Do not rebuke an older man, but appeal to him as a father. Then it says, Treat younger men as brothers. So he's letting us know, like, you need to not rebuke older men as they don't understand. So I'm setting the groundwork for this joint today. Mm-hmm. I want you to look at me and not be like, You not from my era. You don't get what we go through. Because to be honest, like the internet and all the things that you're 
plugged into, yeah. I was there for when they began. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there for when they started. Like I'm I'm an OG with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. you was a we had a pacifier in your mouth, I was plugging modems up and logging into MySpace. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Like when you didn't even know what this stuff was. Like you ever heard of MySpace even? Yeah, I remember that. I mean, I, yeah. I wasn't on it because I was yeah. too young, but you I know what young. it was. I know what it is. Before there was Facebook, there was MySpace, there was Black Planet. It was all this stuff. Okay. So the reality is, is that even as an older man, and I think I'm 20 years older than you, 21 years old. 21. 21 years older than you, appeal to me as a father. Just see me as someone that can give you some information or some knowledge. And my job is to treat you as a brother, not to talk down to you, not to treat you like you don't know no better or just be like, whatever, like you're young. What can you... No, because if you were my brother and my brother was six years younger than me, is six years younger than me, I still would listen to him. I hung with him. Like we went everywhere. I didn't look at him and say, you too young to this, that, and the other. I hated older brothers they acted like that mm-hmm. we actually knew two brothers and he, the younger one his older brother never hung around him. and we would see that and I was like yo that's corny like he just he always kick him out of his room and stuff but you know I just always treated my brother like he was my contemporary and so when I'm talking to you today I'm not talking to you as let me learn you something young man I'm talking to you as my brother. I'm letting you know these are some truths that you have to understand. Got it? Yeah. All right. So we go into Titus chapter two and six says, likewise, urge the younger men to be sober minded or self-controlled. So Titus is, is Paul talking and Paul is telling us to challenge you in a certain thing. That when you go to, you play ball, you play football. Yeah. When you go in there, the coach is urging you to do something. What is he urging you to do? Get my best on the field and weight room. Yeah. So, at all times. At all times, he wants 100% effort. Yeah. Maximum effort, right? Yeah. Anything less than maximum effort, and you might find yourself on the bench. Yeah. Or not on the team. <laughs> yeah. He don't even, sometimes coaches don't even care. Well, good coaches don't even care if you make a play. They just want to know you gave your all. Yeah. So for us as believers, my job is to make sure you're giving 100% effort and you should be like, well, what does that look like? And this scripture helps us understand. I'm always urging you not to look like a Christian, but to think like one. And to think like one is to say, I'm always urging Earl to be sober-minded, to be self-controlled. What's sober-minded mean like? Self-control. Oh, okay. So I, we're going to talk about it in deeper, but I want you to understand it. Sober means to be temperate or self-controlled. means to have control over yourself. Or, as the scripture we're about to share, says for us in Proverbs 25 and 28, he that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. When you're playing ball, you're expected to have control over your body. Yeah. You're expected to be able to do things, tell your body to do things, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. 
half the time when people are injured, they're injured not because something's broken or sprained. That's not the reason they can't play. They can't play because by the fact that something's broken or sprained, their body won't let, their body won't let them do what they need it to do. They no longer have rule over their what? Body. Body. If you have an arm broken, you can't just lift it up in the air yeah. and catch a one-handed catch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. You're not able to. If I see that you don't have control over your spirit, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. If you don't have control over your spirit or as I'm talking about your mind, if you don't have control over that, he says you're like a city that's broken down. So you injured. Yeah. You're like a city that's broken down and without walls. Why is he saying without walls? You got no protection. No protection. No protection. See, some people think at your age, it's time to sit and have a talk about condoms. <laughs> it's time to sit and have a talk about protection. The only I bro, I wish that you could protect yourself by covering just one part of yourself. That's not going to work. Condoms only protect you from STDs. Condoms don't protect you from depression. Condoms don't protect you from suicide. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Condoms don't protect you from addiction. Condoms only protect you from one thing. But see, when you operate in self-control, you are protected from all things. All things. All things. Mm -hmm. You are protected. God is a spiritual condom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. We not Trojan men. <laughs> you kill me with these analogies. I mean, not even analogies, metaphor. We God's men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't want to be a Trojan man. Yeah. I want to be a God man. God men are protected. We're cities with walls. We don't fall for the okie doke. We don't fall for the jokes and the games and the foolishness. And the tricks. And the tricks. Double entendre. Don't even ask me how. <laughs> We don't fall for any of that stuff, right? Yeah. The reality is, is that we are sober when we are in control of ourselves. See, when a person's not sober, are they in control of themselves? No, nah, their, their bodies. It seems like they act their body acting on their own or their mind's acting on its own. They're, for them, their body is acting on their own. Uh -huh. So you see a dude just real, real drunk and all of a sudden he just wetting himself. Do you think hmm. he wants to? No. You don't. think he woke up this morning and was like, bro, tonight I'm going to mess on myself, man. Like, you guys won't believe it. Like, I'll stink in the car. Like, you'll try to make me sit in the back. Nah. You know nah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You go lay some newspaper down. And like, <laughs> no. No. They, that wasn't the intention. What was the intention? He wanted a good feeling. Have a good it. time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Have a good time. Next day, they're like, Wow. Like, you really was messed up. And he like, well, I, you know. I don't remember. I don't remember that. Because he was no longer there. Yeah. What happened? He wasn't sober. Think about it. We are intoxicated with different things. Mm -hmm. As you go into college, I'm not worried about you at some dorm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The yeah. thing that you can get drunk on, you don't need a license to get. Right. Yeah, that's what you're saying. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You, matter of fact, nobody even know you got it. I, I, they can act like they don't know. I know you got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
He looked at me like, ah, why? What are you talking about? I, <laughs> I did not. Yeah, he was looking like, what do you, what do no, you know? I, I didn't I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but I did not look at hey, you like yeah, that. Yo, I didn't know how you was looking at me. But, but the reality is, is that you understand, like, there's things that intoxicate us and cause us to do without thinking. And we're like, I don't know what came over me. Yeah. I don't know what happened, right? Yeah, even though we know what happened. It's, we we know we, what happened, we don't know what happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to mm-hmm. get drunk. He he end up with a woman. Next day he looking like, oh my gosh, like I was with her? <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> and think of how many times that happens when people are just caught up in emotion and lust and desire. I'm talking about people that got to the point where they was even married. And one day they look over and say, oh my gosh. That's who I married. That's who I married? Yeah, you couldn't see it because you were sober. That's my, my concern, my worry, mm-hmm. is that when you go, as you continue to grow, I have to urge you to be sober-minded. There's going to be times where there are people, places, and things that will cause you to not be sober. You have to sober up. You got to control yourself. You got to know when you're not in control. I could ask you right now, like you're 17, about to go to 18. Have you ever felt yourself not in control? Yeah. Let's talk about it. I mean, listen, when we talking, bro, you got to leave the lawyer home. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? I, yeah. I tend to warn people like that because when we having a conversation, it's cool to just share. It's beneficial. You don't have to. Your your, your reputation is not on the line. Yeah, that's jokes anyway. That's what's a <laughs> reputation. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Only thing that's on the line is truth. And the lawyer, he's never fighting for the truth. He's fighting to protect his client, even if that means what lying. lying. But we cases case dismiss. No, there ain't no lawyer needed. Well, as, as far as me. like sometimes like <laughs> anger like spurts. But you, I mean, you you t- you take it to the next level more than what it should be. Like you get mad angrier than you. Yeah. You know. You know what I'm saying. Then you have to be. Then you have to be instead of just talking it. Do you out. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or and not just you get more angry than you have to be, but you're getting angry about things you don't have to get angry about. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we're angry, but we're not exuding or portraying anger in a way that honors God. Yeah. Be, but but let's not even get it. There's anger that honors God. Yes, absolutely. Oh, all right. Absolutely. I know. Case in point. Yeah, an example. Uh, David, you heard of David, right? Yeah. So David, he didn't did all this stuff with Bathsheba and all that. You heard all the story, mm-hmm. right? So then his, his confidant, Nathan, comes to him. And in order to enlighten David about what he's done, because David is drunk right now. Yeah, with lust. Basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. With lust and then what Lord knows what else was motivating him to kill a man. Right. But he, yeah, Nathan is explaining this by not using him. He's using somebody else. A story. Yeah, a story. And so David hears it. And he said, he gets angry. He said, where's this guy at? He should be dead. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was angered and, and about somebody, but then when he found out it was him, 
he then became angered at him. So. Self. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times we get angry at people. You you wanted to point out like that. It's cool. Mm-hmm. So when you but you don't have to lean into it. Oh, okay. You cool. <laughs> I'm not editing none of this stuff. Like you making me try to edit. All like, right, no, I'm not. Up. Come on, come on. So he's getting angry now at himself. He like, oh man, to thee and thee only have I sinned. He's getting angry like in the right way. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Like a lot of times you you think about whatever situation angered you. If you look deeper at it, sober, mm-hmm. you'd be like the only person I should be mad at is, is myself. myself. I should be mad at myself. Why did I operate that way? Why did I make those decisions? I'm not going to do that no more. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that changes. Yeah. That's sober mind. That's a sober living. That's what we're interested in. I'm interested in this young man. I'm urging you. Bible tells me I'm to urge younger men to be sober minded. I'm not to urge you to, as you go to McDaniels College, make sure you wear condoms. <laughs> I'm not to urge you that when you go away to college that you need to watch out for people who's dropping stuff in your drink. I'm not to urge you not to drink. I could care less about any of that stuff, bro. I am not a guardian of your penis. And I'm not a guardian of your your you drinking. You know what I'm a guardian of? My heart. Your oh, heart. To teach you how to guard your own heart. You guard your heart not by being selective about who you sleep with. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The conversations change for believers. We're not talking about that. Some people, you know, some men like, they, they say they men of God, but they be so worried that these younger guys going to be gay. They want to make sure y'all like women. <laughs> so they're like, hey, so man, you know, you know, yeah, you got a girlfriend? Yeah, you need to have a girlfriend. Bro, I, the Bible tells me to urge you not to engage in none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Bible don't even tell me to, to, to really focus on that. Yeah. Bible tells me to focus, and I have in the past. I'm saying that because I have in the past. Oh. When I talk to young men and women, I'm always, hey, keep your legs closed, keep your eyes in the books, keep your legs closed and your books open. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But all that stuff is just trash, man. It's not really dealing with the issues. The issues is, can you tell a drunk man to read a book no. Can a drunk man pass a test? No. He can't even pass a sobriety check. Just put your finger on your nose. The simplest of tasks become mm-hmm. hard no. to a drunk person. So I'm telling you to do something that's far from simple. I'm telling you to focus on education. I'm telling you to focus on God. I'm telling you to be <laughs> I'm telling you to be an accomplished athlete, accomplished student, and an accomplished Christian. Drunk. Can't do that. The only way you could do that stuff is if you're sober. Yeah. So why not why not urge you to sobriety instead of urging you to other stuff? Or away from other stuff that you can't if you drunk. That's like knowing you drunk, handing you the keys, and saying, now remember, when you get in the car, keep your hands on the steering wheel. Make sure you press the brake. Make sure you look both ways. You like, got it, check. <laughs> <laughs> We're all good, man. Gonna <laughs> just make it home. I got you. That's how we are. I was a teenager before. I'm the whole time people telling me what not to do, and I'm like, I got it. I'm so drunk with lust. <laughs> I'm like, I got it. Not gonna sleep with nobody. I promise you. 
I can make all those promises. I can say all that stuff, but at the end of the day, I'm drunk as a skunk. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. The reality is that I should urge you. So he tells us in Titus chapter 2, verse 2, the aged men should be sober, grave. That means they should have a gravity to them. You know how you could be, sometimes you look at men and be like, oh, why are you so serious? Bible tells us that men should be serious. They should have a gravity to them. They shouldn't be all kikis and giggles all the time. Sometimes they feel like that. Like you'll hang around me and you'll be like, well, yo, why do we have to take it here? You know what I'm saying? No, I never felt that. I, I just always let nah, you. be honest, be honest. Only the first time you did it, but after that, I was like, I guess this, that's this, is like, how, this is yeah. how it's going to go. But it's still like, I'm just following the scriptures. Uh-huh. Scriptures tell me that I can't just be kiki and we laugh. Yeah, all the time. All even the when time. even when we're serious, we laugh. even when we're serious, we laugh. It's it like that time when you told me uh, when you was Wednesday night service, and you were like that we gonna watch the game, like when we go watch the Ravens game, but then we are gonna spit some truth too. You know? What I'm yeah, saying? yeah, we're gonna do all that at the same time. <laughs> the Ravens, something, something could happen in the game, and I would flip it to something in the word. Yeah, and we can learn. We can have fun. It could be a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Every time you with me, it's fun. We have fun. Yeah, I, I make sure you have a smile on your face. I'm not telling you that everything should be serious in the sense of there's no joy. I'm telling you everything should be serious in the sense that we see God in everything. And God is always in the conversation. That's yeah. what grave means. That we're, we're, it's engraved in all. We're, we're yeah. great. We're serious. There's an urgency there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm not thinking about, you know, sometimes <laughs> we get caught up in stuff where we'd be like, you know, I, I'm trying to protect. I'm not trying to protect you from nothing. Nothing. You know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to protect people from you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. You don't think about it that way. But at the end of the day, if you think about it, I'm protecting people from you in a sense that you know the truth. So you are always in a position to be able to enlighten somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always in a position to be able to shine your light and show somebody who God is. So when you make decisions that don't shine that light, that's some that's you're you're actually instead of drawing somebody to God, pushing them away, pushing them away. So I'm trying to protect people from you by making sure you are sober. Because I don't care how nice somebody is, you around people drunk, there's a potential that you'll do something you'll regret. You feel? Mm-hmm. So when we look at this. Uh, the age man, I want you to know what to expect from yourself because the reason I'm urging you as a young man is so you one day turn into this age man. Yeah. That's the mission. The mission is to teach you to be sober so that you can build on that. And now, Pass it on. You, you're, look what it says. The age man is sober, grave, temperate, that's self-control, mm-hmm. sound in faith. In love and in patience. That's the goal. The goal is to get you to be that. That happens. That only happens if I do the part I'm supposed to do, which is what? Urge Urge you to sober living. Your your list is not as long as the the grown man list. Why? Because I'm just learning. You just learning. But you can't get to that stuff not sober. If you drunk with lust, you think you're going to grow in love? No. I ain't gonna know what it means. Yeah, you gonna know what it means. 
If you drunk in lust, you think you're going to grow in patience? Uh, that's spark anger. Come on. If you mm. drunk in lust, I'm not just talking, lust is not just sexual. Right. Lust is anything you want to do. I desire. Anything. Your desires in, in relation to what God desires. All right? Yeah. I don't want you to think that this is like, yo, everything got to be about sex. It's not. It's just that's one way that we articulate our desires because that's one way our body calls for response from us. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All of us have that. It's not one person unless they have a physical situation going on or a chemical imbalance. Most everybody experiences things that have little to do with what you even believe in your mind. I believe in God. I, I desire to serve him. But my body has no connection to my face. <laughs> <laughs> my my body is different. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. body is different than my brain. We were talking about that before? Yeah. what I say? On New Year's. Oh, geez. We brought in the New Year with it. Go ahead. what I say? <laughs> so I can say it. Yeah, Remember when you said that, like, if you, if you was in a chair, and then that's when a woman sat on you, like, you were like, hey, get off me. But in your mind, be like, hey, stay on me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so but it's your, it's your body. Your body will react differently. Your like, body don't care yeah. about no Lord, no Jesus. It's just then and there. It's then and there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's no different than being a grown man. Like, you serious, you buff, you strong, and somebody tickle you. You're still going to react. Still, it's still going to react. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. might tr respond like a man. You might be like, yo, yo, stop that. But in your mind, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're still ticklish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they, we act like this stuff go away. Like, if you ticklish, you ticklish even when you're grown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's the reality. Like, we still have these stimuli, these responses. Well, I remember being a kid and seeing this movie and it gave me goosebumps. You know what I'm saying? Why is my I used to look at the goosebumps like why is my body responding like that? But it's responded to what it sees. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's responding to how it engages. Bro, that stuff is gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just the reality of it. Nobody was teaching me that. Nobody was telling me that that, that I didn't I wasn't defined by my body. So when I'm walking around with an erection. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. trying to figure out, like, yo, what's happening? I'm a monster, man. Like, I'm just out here. Like, I can't even function. I can't think straight. Like, yeah. it's always something. Like, they say, like, guys think about sex, like, once every five seconds or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and is that true? I don't, I mean, yeah, I, I think the, the, the stopwatch is different for each person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I used to think it was, it was everything, but, uh, you know. I think that it's, it's, it's per person, but one thing is for sure, the frequency of which I think about sex is more than the frequency of which I think about God. God. And I find that that's okay. Really? Let me tell you why it's okay. Why? Because that, has, that is not a reflection of my relationship with God more than it is- Your human nature. My human nature that I will always contend with. It's a battle. Always Everything. battle with. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. not... Christians got it messed up. They're not going into Christianity looking for a fight. They're going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get it. You get it. They're going in looking for some rest. 
So I used to be that person. Like I came in the in the door, said it before. I came looking for <laughs> came looking for God. I'm like, yo, I can't think straight. Give me peace. God didn't give me peace by taking the things away from me. He gave me peace by showing me how to deal with being in it. Right. When we say in the world but not of it, God is teaching us how to be in our bodies but not of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Reacting off what our body wants. I don't react off my body once. Do you do you realize like let me let me put it this way? I've been sick. Really? Right? Mm-hmm. You said really. Like you didn't know. <laughs> Come on, have a conversation with me, bro. Come on. You've been sick. I know, I know. All right. I hope you're getting better. I'm getting better now. All right. But it's hard to eat when you don't have an appetite. But just because you don't have an appetite don't mean you shouldn't eat. You see, a lot of times we are just ruled by our bodies. There's people who don't go to sleep till they actually sleepy. Those people are messed up because your sleep's going to be off if you're not a person that naturally goes to sleep. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. the only time you go to sleep is when you're, you can't keep your eyes open no more. You're like, yo, I'm sleepy. And you just fall out. Yeah, yeah, that's not the time to go to bed. You should be training yourself to operate in these things that your body needs, even when your body don't know it needs. I should eat even when I'm not hungry. Not because my body doesn't want it, but because my body needs it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times, I used to think that I wasn't close with God because my body didn't want God. My body wanted woman. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? My body yeah. wanted pleasure. So I used to, I used to think like, I used to think I was a backslider every Sunday. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth, bro. I understand what you're saying. Because I'm like, okay, I know this week my body was just wilding. It was it was hungry for its desires. <laughs> and so if it's still hungry, that means this, that I'm not where I need to be in God. Whole time I didn't realize my... The victory in God is not that I no longer desire. The victory in God is that I do not follow those desires. Those desires. Will they be there? Yes. (laughs) Do they always stay the same intensity? No. That's where people mess up too. Like, I am not overwhelmed as much as I was as a 17-year-old boy. Right. Like, I feel sorry for you. Like, (laughs) I do. (laughs) I feel sorry for you. Like I'm, I'm chilling as a 38 year old man. Like I'm not that zombie no more. Like you know, you see the zombies, <laughs> they like give me brains. Like they just go like they're one track minded. Yeah. As a young man, and sometimes you can find yourself very one track minded, and you can be looking for brains. Double entendre. Don't even ask me how. <laughs> Here's the thing, buddy. You are free when you're sober-minded because you understand what your body is doing. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That means you're never under the influence of your body. When you understand what's happening, you can walk in freedom. When you don't, you can be overcome by slavery. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that reality that we're trying to build you to. I want you to be that sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, and in love and in patience, I want you to be that man. If I'm gonna get you there, I gotta urge you right now to be sober. 
even when you find somebody that you're interested in and you're talking to them, your uncle going to always be challenging you. Are you operating sober? Because if you're not operating sober, you can make decisions that don't make no sense. And I'll be like, how am I here? How did I get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. You know? Yeah. There's a pastor that is the talk of the town right now. This pastor then stepped out on his wife, and he was giving money to people, the women. He was doing all this crazy stuff, and people be looking like, how did this pastor do this? Because he was drunk. Without ever taking a drink, he was drunk. And I'm all, I, I read those stories. I used to try to ignore them like that's all gossip and stuff. But I read it now because I'm like, I have to always remind myself. Check myself. Got to check yourself. I sobriety check every day. Can I, can I say no to the flesh? I'm just like touching my nose. You know what mm. I'm saying? Can I walk according to the word? That's like walking that straight line. If I can't do that, I'm drunk and I need somebody to help me sober uh, up. You know what I'm saying? Same yeah. thing for you. You you don't wake up and say, am I horny? Sure I am. Definitely not where I need to be in God. That's not it. You wake up and say, "Do am I able to conquer my, the, flesh. my, my flesh and my body's responses to just living? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like this is your body's responses to just living. We yeah. we try to listen. We try to control what the body wants to do sexually. Like we control, we can't control our breathing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, there's so many other things that the body does. You don't see people complaining like, "Yo, I gotta go, I gotta go pee." I hate that. Lord, take the <laughs> feeling of urine away from me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. God's like, no, yeah. I put that there for a reason, but I also don't want you peeing everywhere. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? You imagine every time you felt the urge to pee, no matter where you were, you just, you just, you got it popping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would be crazy, right? Yeah. God is like, I gave you these, 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 these things. I set these things up in you. I created these things. You not no Ken doll, right? No. I'm about, I was about to say, have you ever pulled down the pants of a Ken doll? And I'm sure you haven't, but let me just That's the me. little Barbie doll? Yeah. Oh, no. If you, take, if you look, he is not anatomically... Maybe when I was a kid. He is not anatomically correct. He is missing some things. Wait, what's a Ken doll? The Barbie's boyfriend. Oh, nah. I thought you were talking about the Street Barbie. Street Fighter. You, <laughs> you got to stop, bro. I thought you were talking about the Barbie doll. <laughs> Every little boy has done that before. No, I know it's not, not. But the fact is that at some point you saw that these dolls were not anatomically correct, right? Yes. Yes. At some point you saw. I know I'm not the only weird kid that was like, "What is going? Let me see what's going on in them in down in them pants." Joe, <laughs> you gonna leave me hanging? Yeah, I understand. Yes, everybody, every little kid has done that before. Yeah, you want to know what's happening, yeah. but you realize, okay, it's smooth as a baby's bottom down there. There's nothing <laughs> there. That's not you, right? Do you know what I'm saying? There's sometimes where you could get so frustrated with yourself. There, there will be times where I wished, like, yo, I wish it wasn't nothing down there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just the frustration of I got tests to take. I got to focus and I can't get stuff out my mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can't get your mind off of everything else but what you're supposed to be right. focused on. That, that's not healthy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
you meet some girl, let's say her name is Jessica. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can't stop thinking about Jessica. Like, you even tell her, like, I can't stop thinking about you, girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll even say that. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I can't stop thinking about you. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you keep, you, you're such in that place <clears throat> that you can no longer function on the things that's important. You about to go to college in you six said, months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got SATs to take. You got scholarships to apply for. You got grades to still turn in. Yeah. You got guidelines by the NCAA that you need to academically meet. Mm-hmm. But you can't, it's not that you can't stop. You don't call nobody like, I can't stop thinking about the SATs, man. No, no, that's not what's happening. <laughs> nah. You didn't trade that you about to fail the SATs, but you about to get an 1800 on the SEXs. <laughs> <laughs> but the was right? Yes. It overcomes us because we're drunk and nobody taught us how to stay sober. How to sober up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially when you can feel yourself getting drunk. How do you sober up? You know how to sober up? Don't worry. <laughs> nah. I don't know, actually. Nah. You know I, don't. I mean, I it's, do, it's but like because you, you Go ahead, what you about to say? No, what was you about to say? <laughs> you nah, who was you about to say? It's, it's just wild because that's the answer. Yeah, you don't but you But you're confusing yourself. They say it's the simple things confound the wise. A lot of times you can look and be like, because you we looking at it wrong. You can look at the, you you said the word. Yeah, I know that was true. I know, I know it is true. That's what it I'm saying. Is. Yeah. But I'm saying you'll read the word and be like, nope, still horny. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like you're yeah. using it wrong. You're trying to use the word like reverse Viagra. Oh, that's such a bar. That's a Jesus after dark bar. <laughs> Jesus after dark. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's so killer right there. The word is not reverse Viagra. It's not here to take your heart away. It's here to show you it's a you don't way. have to walk a hard way. Mm-hmm. You don't have to walk that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't have to. He said, what did he say? Take my yoke upon you. My what? My yoke. Oh, okay. You know yoke I mean? upon you. I thought you yeah. said yoke upon. <laughs> what, is, what is that? What is yoke upon? I don't know. I thought you're trying to She's saying I'm Jamaican or something? I be thinking you're making up new words. I be thinking you're making up new words. Go ahead. Uh, well, I'm not making up new words. Yoke they're, upon they're you. They're new to you. They're new to you. Yoke, you learn. yoke upon Take you. Take my yoke, Y-O-K-E, upon you. What do I mean? I, I thought that I, the burden of my body was mine. It's not. What's mine is the burden of my mind. I have to conquer my mind. That's what God is interested in. He's that's the yoke we take upon us. Mm-hmm. Is that we cast ourselves down? That's what He's saying when Jesus says, um, "He said, not my will, but Thy will be done." What did He do? He put down His yoke. He picked up His Father's. His Father said. You struggling with fear. I don't want you to struggle with fear. I want you to struggle with obedience. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I had to get rid of being afraid of my body. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. want you to be afraid of your body. That sounds like, sound like a crazy conversation. Yeah. But the reality is we get afraid because we look at lust as a monster. And every time it show up, we, like, we, we act like we a werewolf. You ever see one of them werewolf movies and yeah. the, the dude loves somebody, 
but he could feel himself turn to a werewolf. He like, run away. He like run. <laughs> like he telling that he like run. I can't stop this. He like run. Oh, that's that's us, right? Yeah. You be mean and well. You didn't met girls' parents and everything, and you like. No, I ain't never been uncomfortable. I that. mean, you know, but you know, it's gonna happen. But the reality is, is that you're constantly gonna be in a place like, yo, I mean her well, but she don't want to see me when I turn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You like, yo, it's a full moon. <laughs> you howling, and she like, what's what got into you? And you like, no, the question is, what's about to get into you? <laughs> Go ahead, Go ahead. Right? But that's the reality of it, right? Yes. <laughs> it's the reality of it, bro. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean. I know what you mean. I know what you I mean. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Don't, but we don't have to be afraid. To, it's this monster that comes, and when it comes, we say we don't know what came over us. No, you know it. You can control it. Yeah. Like I, I love that part of the Avengers, where he's trying. All this time, every time he gets. What are you over, talking? Which one? Hulk. Okay. Every time he gets overwhelmed with anger, he would usually turn. Oh, then when Thanos, because Thanos beat him, yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah. trying to turn it. He was like, no, I'm not coming he's, out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't care how angry you are. I'm not coming out. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. He's still there, but he's calling on him, and he's not able to answer. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. got to understand, like, we have to have control. We have to have control over our bodies. Because it can go the other way, too. Right. A lot of times when you look at your yourself, I'm talking about for me. When I was young, I had such uh, bad experiences with this monster. Um, did I just wanted him to go away? So I was like Hulk, like you know, what I'm saying like I, you want him to come out, and he like mm, no, 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 <laughs> no, he don't get to come out. But think about that; that's not healthy either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not healthy either. It's not healthy because I'm not engaging in the truth of who I am. And knowing how to deal with it, I'm just scared to come out. I'm scared to deal with this stuff. I'm scared to handle talk about it, it. To talk about it. That's why I bring it up to you. I know you'd be like, Doug, like, can we just talk about Zion Williamson? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, because I'm trying to get you to Zion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to get you beyond that. Because, like, even with him, that's it's so funny. Like, did you see? I'm a Michigan guy. You're a Michigan guy? I'm, I'm a nothing guy, you know? I used to root for Maryland back with Juan Dixon. And <laughs> they broke my heart that one year, and I think I never got back in it. But um, <laughs> the reality is, like, even with that, I don't know if you saw it, but they re- somebody released him. I'll on talk FaceTime. to that white girl. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't matter what color. She Caucasian, is. okay. <laughs> Caucasian white. He was talking to her, and they were like, and the people are all like, "Why are y'all stressing? He's just a kid trying to get some." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I mean, that's normal for a college student. Well, we're not gonna. Yeah. That's how most college get, students so operate. It's kind of weird because it's embarrassing for us to see him drunk. Yeah, but I mean, but. Think about it. Think about what I just said. Yeah. It's embarrassing for us to see him drunk. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. We can reason it and say, hey, everybody get drunk. But at the end of the day. Because it's him. It's just like. It's, but the reality is that he has to be aware. Like, at this point in your life, you need to be sober. Yeah. You need to be on sober. basketball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before you blink, you didn't go for FaceTime. To having to face a child. 
You got little Zion Williamson's running around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it get a little bit more than just laughing at somebody because they talking corny. Mm-hmm. He like, don't talk about yourself like that. You pretty. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I mean, it was funny. Yeah, like, but we seeing his Hulk come out. Yeah. Like, it, it's all cool when he's a, he shows that aggressiveness on the court. Mm-hmm. But when he can't control himself. Outside the court. Outside the court. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not being smart. Somebody released that stuff. Did he release it? No. So he was talking to somebody. That was trying to get him caught. Up. Exactly. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. People gonna catch us with our pants down, double entendre. Mm-hmm. Catch us with our pants down when we allow ourselves to be drunk. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Drunk off attention, drunk off desires and other ways. It's that's a dangerous game. I'm he needs somebody to urge him to so to sober living. Do you know what I'm saying? Be mindful of what you I'm be I'm be urging you, even when you go away. Where's McDaniel College at? Westminster, Maryland. It's oh, like an hour and 20 Yeah, that ain't, that ain't far. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we get it popping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll be, you'll be, instead of FaceTime with some white girl, you gonna be on FaceTime with me. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be like, stop talking like that. I don't want to hear you, <laughs> so I don't, I don't hear you talking like that. Um, they <laughs> <laughs> just killing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going we gonna to we gonna hash it out because I got to keep you sober. Focus. Got to keep you sober. Not focus. Self-control. Not focus sober. 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 Because so. if you can't control your spirit, if you can't control your mind, you're you're a city without walls. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your city without walls. Let's see. Let's see. We got. We do. We got other scripture here. One more. Or first, two. first two. Thessalonians five and six says, "Let us not sleep as others do." Let me fix that scripture. We're going to update that. All right? Because if I write my Bible, this is the way I would say it. First Thessalonians 5 and 6 says, so then let us not sleep as Zion Williamson does. <laughs> 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 but let us remain awake and what? Sober. Sober. You got to be woke. You know, I wrote a song called Sleep in Church. And in the song I said, you know, when I was a kid, I was sleeping church. But I... It's not cause for excitement now that I can stay awake in church because I said, even though my eyes are open, my heart is still closed. Right? Oh, yeah. And even though I'm awake, I'm far from woke. You smell? Mm-hmm. The reality is that all I ever wanted to do was stay awake in church until I realized that wake ain't woke. And that's what I want for you. When I look at you, you in church, you participating. I wasn't even participating at your age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know some scriptures, right? Yeah. You know some stuff. You know what's right and wrong. But just because you know it don't mean you show it. Just because you awake in church don't mean you woke. I need you sober. Some people come into church hungover. I don't need hungover, uh, Earl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I need you sober. I need you awake. I need you ready. I need you vigilant. I need you primed. I need you alert. Uh, did I say alert already? See, uh, you're no. not alert. You got to alert. You did it. You did it. I need you ready to go. You know what I mean? That's what we're calling you to. Stay awake. See, even when, let me tell you this. Sometimes we can be awake to some things and sleep on some other things. See, Samson, 
was sleeping on Delilah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Before, ooh, this, you about to get this bar right here. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Before he ever slept with Delilah, he was sleeping on her. <laughs> we under, come on, bro. We underestimate things. Yeah. We underestimate things that we, if we was woke, we wouldn't underestimate. Right. Come on, you can't. I I gotta have you not underestimate. I I get nervous when I'm listening. To young men, they say, "Oh, that don't mean nothing, huh?" What do you mean that don't mean nothing? I, I I ask you about a girl. Didn't I ask you about a girl? You're like, that's nothing. Oh yeah. It is something. Don't be sleep. It's something. The problem is we try to make underestimate and make lighter stuff. This dude was sitting in a tent. The girl asked. What is your weakness? He told her. He told her. He thought it was a joke. He was joking at first. He was telling her stuff that wasn't true. And she's like, no, for real, for real, tell me. And he's like, well, it don't matter. She's just a girl. What's she going to do with this? Underestimating. Don't underestimate. I'm not telling you don't underestimate women because they're sneaky. I'm saying don't underestimate situations. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't underestimate the situations because you could be in a dangerous situation, not with a dangerous person. People think when we talk like we saying that these people are evil. That girl is not evil. Whatever girl you go to school with or talk to or whatever ones that you'll meet when you're in college, they're not evil. I'm not looking at them like, look at those little harlots <laughs> trying, to, trying to rob <clears throat> him of his future. Look at those <laughs> little whores. That, that's not what I'm talking about, bro. They are not the problem. The problem is that you underestimate you. You underestimate what Satan's trying to do. You underestimate the damage your choices can do. You underestimate the the damage your desires can do. It's just a little sex. It's just a little this. It's just a little that. Matter of fact, we just was talking about Zion Williamson. This dude is huge. He's strong. He could be. Looking at him talking to that girl on FaceTime is like Samson talking to Delilah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what'd she do? She cut his hair. She cut his hair. Yeah. She exposed him. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. She made him vulnerable. You get what I'm saying? <clears throat> it happens. 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 But he was told. He was told. Samson no, was told. Not said, to mess with them. Not to mess with them. Not to mess with that type of people. You know what I'm saying? Wait, what was he told exactly by God? He was to- told not to mess with the Sumerian women. Oh. He was told not to deal with them. He wasn't told not to deal with women. He was told not to mess with a certain type of woman. We could say that for another podcast, but bro, I'm going to tell you. I understand. You got it. There's not nothing wrong with women. That's what I mean by it. Don't be scared, Hulk. You got to say? Yeah. But don't be Hulk either. <laughs> <laughs> You know be Bruce Banner. You gotta be Bruce Banner. Out here. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta understand. There's a power in Bruce Banner. There's a power in just being you. You ain't always gotta Hulk up. <laughs> you ain't always gotta Hulk out. There's a power in just being you and letting yeah. God use you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But there's a certain type of woman that is gonna always look for your best interests. That's always gonna care about you, your body, mind, and spirit. Not how much money you make or how much you care about them or how much attention you pay them or how much you fulfill their desires. When you look, remember we talked about that, right? Yeah. There's a certain type of, matter of fact, let me share it on a podcast to make sure people understand it. Uh, if you're, you're dating somebody or talking to a girl right now, 
and y'all done talked all day in school, and then you talking <laughs> all day, all evening on the phone, and she'll never say, like, did you do your homework? school, just in general. Or just in general. At work. Yeah. But she'll never say, like, bro, we, like, been talking all day. Like, are you going to talk to your sister? Are you going to talk to your mother, your brother? Are you, are you going to engage with anybody else? Are you going to study for the test tomorrow? Are you going to do the homework? Have you read your Bible today? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Her, her concern is never about that. It's about her. It's about her and what you can do and give her. And when you in that place, when you see that, that's a Sumerian woman. You know what I'm saying? She mm-hmm. got an agenda. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the reality of it. I see now that you're getting a little bored. I'm not. My throat hurts. No, There's some water. I haven't got the water. Yo, what are you talking about? This one right here. Don't do it in the microphone. Not I'm not editing, bro. <laughs> so the last one is, uh, we actually already touched on this, but I think you you touched on it. <clears throat> Proverbs 16.32 says that he that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh the city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's, what is he saying? He's saying you're better than the warrior when you can conquer your anger. Warriors use anger to conquer people. But you're better than a warrior when you conquer yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He says the person that rules his spirit is better than the one who takes the city. Conquer a whole city, control a whole city, but can't control yourself. Think about it. Robert Kraft. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got, he got all that the, money. Got yeah. all that discipline to build an empire. Right? Yeah. But not enough discipline to not get caught in the same place somebody a broke person can be. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's something fundamentally going on with people, mm-hmm. especially with us as men. He got the way he is at 70 something years old. Because nobody urged him when he was a young man to the things that can help him stay sober. Yeah. Now it's hard for this old man to stay sober. He's been doing it for so long. So long. It's, it's sad. Ephesians 6 and 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against what? The rulers. rulers against, against the authorities, authorities. Against the cosmic powers over the present darkness. Against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. That sounds creepy. <laughs> sounds creepy, right? Yeah. But all he's talking about is the immaterial. Your mind is immaterial. You can't touch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no way to control it by physical forces. You can't wrestle with your body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't be like, yo, you know what? I wish I could just cut this private off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. The eunuchs used to do that stuff. The who? Eunuchs, like monks. Oh, really? They castrated themselves. So they could never get the feeling again? (laughs) I don't know exactly to what extent they lose. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. And, you know, it's wild, but at the end of the bathroom. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got something going on down there. Yeah, but let's not, let's not. Matter (laughs) of fact, you should. You got all the questions for the student, the, the weird stuff. Give me, no, I'm just saying. Like, I don't even, that's okay. wild. I know. I don't, I don't. I can't call it, bro. But the reality is, is that they can do all of that and still miss the point because their mind is the thing that God is looking at. Or their hearts. Oh, their mind control. Oh. Mind is their heart. Yeah. Heart in the Bible, when it references to heart, it's talking about the center of your being. 
right? Yeah. So the center of our being is our mind, the heart of the matter, the center of it, right? Yeah. It's our mind. It's the nucleus of who we are, right? Without a mind, you're done. I can take your heart out and give you a monkey heart. You're not going to start dancing around like a monkey, like, <laughs> no, you're not going to do that stuff. Why? Because you still got the, the heart that matter. Yeah. Got it? Yeah. So that's, as we close out. What you about to say? I don't want you know what, like what you learned. What you what, what did you learn something? Yeah, I feel like it was just, a cool conversation. Yeah, it was. It's just my perspective, for real. Like, and understanding having self control, even being a man, and you wanting certain things, but understanding that you can control it. It's not just an impulse, or it's not an impulse, and it's not an indicator of of what you need. And that's for everything, not just women, too. But everything I everything. desire. Yeah. Ambition. It, all of that is under the context of lust. Yeah. Constantly desiring things, not just sexual. Or anything that we are desiring according to ourselves. The only person that knows and understands what it is you desire and where the root of your desire is from is you and God. The good part is... That you know. So you can make decisions. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You can make decisions and operate. Right? Yeah. According to God's word instead of your will. And I think you'll do that. I I think I'm going to name episode 102. We call it, uh, we want to call it Zion Williams. <laughs> what do we call it? I always call, call it the committed. I don't know. Uh, uh, Zion Williamson story. No, no, I'm just nah, that's not. Uh, sober up. Yeah, yeah. Stay away. Or from sobriety me. check. Right. Get your blue devils in check. <laughs> <laughs> Brother had some blue devils going on. This is crazy. Uh, yeah, we call it sobriety check. Yeah, that's pretty. That's that sounds dope. solid. Yeah, that's, that sounds yeah, solid. That's really dope. Matter of fact, we gotta get some t-shirts, man. Sobriety check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be sweet. That'd be cool? Yeah. Episode 102, Sobriety Check. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with... Earl Spicer. This is Real Church Matters. Junior. We talk... Real... Talk, real, real what? What you about to say? Church Matters. Uh, I don't know. There's not no SH in church. I don't know what you was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I was hey, about to listen say back. that. You got to listen back. That was crazy. Nah, I, I swear know, I was about crazy. to say that. Hey, you, you matter of fact, you go ahead. You know it. Obedience over audience? No. <laughs> Wait, the end. The Real Church Matters thing. You don't know that? This is Real Church Matters when we talk real church matters. Because, because real church matters. God bless. <laughs>